This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Along with leadership coach Steve Wexler, I'm Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. And it's great to have you with us today. Our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A couple weeks before Thanksgiving. I know. I'm so excited. It's my favorite, by the way. It is mine, too. Is it really? Yeah. What's your favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? Oh, ooh, my favorite? Ooh, I already know mine. Oh, I can't wait to I mean, I was going to just give the obvious answer. What? I like turkey. Oh, really? You know what I I like is kale. Kale? Yeah, I make cooked kale. I'm the only one who eats it. Really? Yeah, nobody else eats it except me, but yes, that's my vegetable. Do you season it, though? Do you put something on it so it doesn't taste like kale? Irish butter? No, I just Irish butter and some chicken broth. And I so, want something on it so it doesn't taste like kale. Then you and then I don't me. like turkey either. So you don't, I no. guess we're not going to have Thanksgiving together. Oh, we're we going to have it together. Oh, we are? Okay. <laughs> Daphne Ursu is here. I'm Steve Wexler. And yes, it is another edition of Hired where we discuss Thanksgiving recipes. No, that is not what we do. We talk about recruitment, culture, and opportunity with a focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. So on today's show, Daphne, in addition to kale and turkey recipes, <laughs> Our assistant program director in Milwaukee, Michael Spaulding, will join us to talk about an exciting new on-air position right here in the Brew City. And plus, we will talk about the company we keep, ah. right? Um, the people that we surround ourselves with, um, it goes a long way in determining how we are fulfilled really in our professional lives. And so we're going to discuss about being picky about the company that you keep. And picky about the food we eat, too, apparently. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So, But all that is next on Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show, here on the GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Such a treat um, to have Mike Spalding on Hired today. Um, and Mike, you've been on the show before. You've had an opportunity to talk a little bit about any, you know, an open opportunity that you had before. Um, but before we dig into what's happening in your department right now, what opportunity you have available, I'd really love to just hear a little bit more about you, um, your career prior to GKB, and kind of what brought you here. Absolutely, Daphne, and thank you so much for having me back on Hired. Uh, super happy to chat about the opportunity that we have coming up, but if we want to rewind a little bit, we can. Um, I have been doing uh, a news talk radio, I guess you could say, for about a dozen years now. Wow. I started my career in the late 2000s, 2010, um, in Bloomington, Illinois, where I went to college. I then spent three and a half years in Decatur, Illinois, at an AM talk station there doing news. I became the news director. And then at the end of 2015, I was recruited to come to WTMJ. And I began my career here as a morning show news reporter. So if you think about what TV news looks and sounds like. They'll have that person out there at 5 in the morning outside Mm -hmm. of the zoo or outside of City Hall doing things along those lines. That was me, except in a radio form. So I did that for about a year and a half. Um, I eventually transitioned to becoming the morning show writer and the person that puts together the newscasts as well as the fill-in host for the show. 
Uh, I did that while kind of advancing my career through the ranks behind the scenes. I was the assignment editor at the station for a couple of years. I was the managing editor of the station for a couple of years, which I enjoyed both those because they still gave me an opportunity to go out in the field and cover stuff and do the fun audio part of radio that I really fell in love with mm-hmm. uh, a decade ago. <laughs> Before eventually um, taking the job as the assistant program director, which is what I do right now. Uh, I still do get to fill in on the air every once in a while when we're looking for a a fill-in host or a guest or something along those lines. I get to do the news still, albeit not as much out in the field as I used to as I'm taking more of a day-to-day management role of what we're doing here, working with our shows, working with our talent, really being able to shape the the sound of what the station is. and working with our talent, working with our news department to help craft stories. So I still get the fun of being able to be on the air, even if it's more behind the scenes. I love that. Right so, now, yeah. I love that. So assistant program director, so doing all of those things still still behind the scenes. And yes, bringing. making the schedules a big, a big part of it. But really working with talent <laughs> mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes is what I really enjoy doing. It's what I always thought I would end up doing in mm-hmm. radio. Um, as much as I love being on the air, it is incredibly difficult to put shows together and do stuff every day on the air, putting a you know three hours together, two hours together, whatever it is. I, I found myself enjoying the teaching of it and the helping aspect of it and mm-hmm. watch other people when they're able to see their piece get published, light up and go, okay, this is what I imagined it would be able to be, giving them those opportunities to do what I did because I was lucky to have a very gracious morning show host, Gene Miller, back in the day yeah. that allowed me to hop on the show on Wisconsin's Morning News and kind of grow in that aspect because I knew I probably was not that good, but he was always gracious with his time <laughs> to uh, help me, mentor me, and say, look, it's just it's radio. We'll figure it out. You'll you'll keep growing. You'll keep getting better. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of best of both worlds right now. I love that, being able to pass the torch on, right? To, yeah. Yeah, you got it from Gene. Now you're going to pass it out again. So you mentioned on-air talent, and so tell me a little bit about what opportunity is available right now in, in your area. So we have a super her opportunity on WTMJ uh, in the role of on-air host. It is not something that comes mm-hmm. open very often. It is oftentimes competitive, um, but just the idea of having it open is not something that really comes about. And the reason that it's going to be opening up is because we know that Jeff Wagner is retiring. Mm-hmm. And so we're just looking for different voices. They don't have to be radio professionals. I, I think if you ask around this building, Very few people in the on-air roles decided that they wanted to be an on-air talent right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vince Vetrano and Eric Bilstad both knew early on they wanted to do it, but Steve Scafidi was a mayor, was a public speaker, Mm -hmm. was working for Nielsen, was doing all these different things. Jeff Wagner was an attorney before he got here. John Mercure was in television. Greg Matzik. I think it was also one of those on-air people from fairly early on, but it also has a kind of a wide-ranging background before they got here. So what's really cool and exciting about this opportunity is that we're looking for the next great broadcaster, but it doesn't have to be the next great broadcaster who's currently doing it. Like, you know, if you're an interesting person, and I'm sure we'll get into what we're looking for, if Absolutely, you're interested in the news, yeah. you know, we can teach the radio part of it and always make that part better, but it's the curiosity of people that we're really looking for. And like what prior experience do you think someone would bring to the table? It would be fantastic to have prior radio experience okay. because you are going to be getting put into a job where you are working with a producer, myself, a, a small team, 
but your voice and your vision is what's going to be driving what's on the air for two-ish hours every single day, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. So finding someone that is immediately, you know, or that has that experience on the air, but that also is generally plugged into the news. And that doesn't mean following every single story all the time and watching every single local newscast, but being generally plugged into what is happening around the state, around our communities, around the country, and really around the world mm-hmm. is helpful not only for us and it's easier to craft the show but also for a host it's just easier when your John Mercure calls it feeding the beast and it's easier if you kind of have an idea <laughs> of what people are talking about to put a show together so someone that's plugged in someone that has a passion for local community journalism because mm-hmm. that's where we really serve our audience and our fans mm-hmm. is being whether or not from the state, but just being willing to dive into the communities here in Southeast Wisconsin. Uh, also people that are very curious, like it, a, a lot of making good broadcasting is having a great voice is awesome. Having really good opinions and takes is, is great, but being curious is ultimately what's going to help a host, a new host succeed because you want to hear from the experts that you're talking to. You're helping drive that conversation, but what we're really looking for is someone who is interested in other people and constantly learning. I love that. So we are talking to Mike Spalding, who is our assistant program director here um, at GKB. Um, something I just want to point out a little bit or maybe ask a little bit of questions on it or get some clarification. So what if someone hasn't had any experience in, in radio and audio, but had that journalism background. So done, a, you know, did a lot of writing, you know, talk about that and talk about maybe like some creativity pieces that someone could bring to the table for the right. Absolutely. Uh, one thing you, you mentioned the writers, I always find writers, if they're not uh, afraid of the public speaking a- aspect mm-hmm. of it to be some of the most successful people in long form broadcasting, which I consider news talk radio to be mm-hmm. uh, because you have the ability to, really flesh out a thought. You can note-take diligently. You can kind of map out storytelling. And so much of what we do is, yeah, you're presenting information, but we're also in the entertainment business, and we've heard Wex talk about it all the time. It's great to present, but it's also great to remind people that when you're doing this, you're really looking for that connection with the audience. And Mm radio is so intimate. You're in a million different cars, but usually the people in those cars, it's one, two, maybe three people. So you're talking to that one person. If you're a fan of just messing around and playing with audio and looking to, you know, if you really like podcasts, I think radio is a, a great kind of side piece to being able to do that, being able to hear how a story should. And we call it the magic of radio, being able to use sound bites and nat sound and building on pieces. The role really kind of is what you want it to be. Like I said, we're looking for people who are plugged into the news, but as far as putting a successful show together, that often goes with what a skill set is. Some people are extremely talented, and Eric Bilstad, with building audio on top of it and telling a story where he's not even talking that much. You can just kind of build that out that way. You have great orators, whether you're a Jeff Wagner or a John Mercure, is fantastic at being able to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have experience on the air, it might be a little bit more of an uphill battle mm-hmm. to climb when you're building a show every single day, but if you have a voice and an opinion and a point of view, that will be super helpful. So I think all those kinds of things play into the role of being a successful host, not just having a good voice. I love that. Are there any non-negotiables? Um, it, you got to be here. 
<laughs> um, being in studio is a non-negotiable because of what we do is so right. much community-based radio mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. important to be here. The process is so collaborative that it's important to be able to work with your teammates, to be able to be in editorial meetings and, and pitch meetings and see people in person, do those in-person interviews. So mm-hmm. that's one non-negotiable. The other non-negotiable for me is a just general, I think I mentioned it before, curiosity. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you're telling people information that doesn't necessarily have to come from you. So having a willingness to maybe step aside and say, I'm not the expert on this. Mm-hmm. I can put together a compelling program, but I know that I'm not the expert on this. So finding someone who's not afraid to, to push those boundaries is, is something I'm also looking for. Great. And the perfect candidate, describe that perfect candidate in maybe a couple sentences. The perfect candidate is curious is interested and is also interesting Mm -hmm. and is also willing to go beyond the parameters of what traditional radio would be thought of. So going beyond the studio, not afraid to try something new. We're constantly pushing the boundaries here at GKB and WTMJ. And while the call letters are big and the station is a heritage one, you know, we're always looking to to kind of take it to the next level. So Mm -hmm. any outside experience beyond uh, working in a, a smaller market, taking the traditional ramp up to the bigger market radio. I, I think we're interested in just hearing from people who have interesting point of views and are, you know, community focused and really wanting to to explore the opportunities of what this kind of profession would provide. Right. And I love the fact that there is some training available, too. So if Absolutely. somebody has all of the skill sets that you're looking for, um, talk a little bit about what that training looks like. A hundred percent. We're not looking for to do one person radio necessarily. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be. Uh, host in a glass box talking to themselves. So, you know, being able to work collaboratively, we have a great experienced staff here who can help that process, who can help develop what a show should look like, how those ideas can really come to life. Uh, it's not a jump in and just go ahead and do it, right? We have the opportunity to get on the air and do some news to report if that's what you're interested in doing and and kind of slow play it a little bit into getting on the air and doing your full two hours or three hours or whatever that ends up looking like. So if I'm hearing all this and I'm like, you know what, I think I want to be our next on air mm-hmm. host. What do I have to do? You can apply okay. through our website. Okay. Uh, we have a, a web portal there that you can apply for. Uh, you can also reach out to myself and okay. we can just have a conversation. If maybe it's not, I'm ready to apply for the job, but I'm interested in just hearing what does it take? That's so, good. yeah, absolutely. I'm more than happy to take a phone call or write emails back and forth. 100%. <laughs> Love that. So um, this opportunity and other opportunities can be found on our website at www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. So I want to thank you so much, Mike Spalding, um, Assistant Program um, Director here. Um, thank you so much for telling us about your, op- your open opportunities. So. Absolutely, Daphne. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. So, Wex. Yes. The company we keep. Mm. When I think about that, the first thing that I think about is who are the five people that you spend the most time with because those five people really, truly are very impactful yes. in your life, right? 
And it says a lot about you based on the company that you keep. Oh, boy. So you're saying that the five people, personally or professionally? I think it could be in both camps. Don't you think so? Because you could have that, right? The five people that you prefer professionally connect with. Yeah. But then also outside of work. Yeah. 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 And and think thinking about that, I think is. So, so you and I both uh, listened to a podcast this past week, yes, right, yes, about yes. the company we keep. Yeah. And they were talking a lot about what you just said, which is you know our fulfillment, our joy, um, our enrichment in our lives right. is so often predicated on who have we decided to kind of be in our circle. Right. Right. And, and one of the points that I took away was make sure it's. Um, I don't want to say it's selfish, but make sure it's sort of up to you that you've chosen people to be around you that either inspire you or yes. uh, energize you so that you're not um, drawn out by negative energy. What and do you think I, of that? Is it selfish? I don't think it's selfish at all because when I was listening to it, I thought about potential growth, right? Ah. Um, so I think it's great to be able to share with others and help others learn and grow. But you want to have the five that are around you, certainly from a work perspective, great, if it's a personal perspective, that challenge you, that you can continue to grow and you can continue to be better, right? So if you're one of my five, I challenge you, you challenge me, we grow together, right? And I think that that's important. Um, I also think it connects also back to what we're talking about from a recruitment perspective and opportunities perspective, too. So even if you're looking for a new opportunity within an organization, you want to see if you can identify, hmm, this is an opportunity for me to grow. My leader, my potential manager at this new role, hmm, is this somebody that I can, you know, can learn from and can grow with, right? So I remember uh, early in my management career, it occurred to me that when I was doing problem solving or getting a group together for a new project Mm -hmm. or a new initiative, Mm -hmm. I had the tendency to keep inviting the same four or five people Mm -hmm. into the room to Mm -hmm. help me solve the problem. Right. Uh, Because I enjoyed their company. I felt like, uh, you know, we did good work together. We were a good team. And I actually got some critical feedback one day from a teammate, an employee. Who said to me, they said, hey, Wax, how come I'm never invited to these um, brainstorming meetings or these mm-hmm. project meetings mm-hmm. that you're holding? And I had to pause and think about it. I said, well, no, we, we invite lots of different people. Yeah, different people. thoughts, diverse thoughts. And he said, well, how come I've never gotten, and it was one of my managers, it was a line manager. Yeah. And I realized I was keeping the company I keep based on you know my own um, comfort level, probably. Interesting. And I made a conscious effort to start adding people to the company I keep who maybe I didn't always see eye to eye with or who had a different perspective Mm -hmm. or who probably were going to come to the problem from a different angle. Is that part of what you're talking about in terms of keeping company you keep people who challenge you a little bit? It is. And I think when you think about solving a problem, when you think about um, putting out a new product, I think about when you think about a new service or whatever, you you want those diverse thoughts in the room and you want a different perspective because someone may bring something to your attention that you haven't thought of, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I know we talked a little bit before about like diversity and diversity of thought and other people's experiences and bringing those experiences into that discussion. And I think that that's important, right? And we should always be thinking about that, right? You brought another person into the room based on that feedback, right? I did. I did. And added value to the conversation. Totally. We came up with ideas that we may not otherwise uh, have done. So you talked about in recruitment, like if I'm 
uh, applying for a position, and I'm being a little selfish, a little picky about mm-hmm. the company I keep. Mm-hmm. How do I determine whether I want to stick around and be around these people? Because <laughs> one of the uh, points that the uh, podcast uh, author made was, yeah. hey, you got to look around and go, do I want to spend a good chunk of my day, right. my life, my week mm-hmm with this group of people how do i determine whether these are people i want to spend time with or not well you know i also think that it's it's different for each individual but for me and for most people i would assume that it's about growth and opportunity right so do you feel like you can bring your full self to to that discussion to work um do you feel like they can get to know the real true steve wexler Mm -hmm. or daphne or sue and are you going to be challenged will you have an opportunity to learn can you mentor? Can you share? Um, I think all of those things are important. Um, but I think to me, I think what's important, the, I think the biggest thing is really that, that comfort level of knowing that you have their back and they have your back, right? And then there's that opportunity for growth and development there, right? How do I determine that? Like, oh, we, can, I, that. can I say to you, if you're the hiring manager and I'm, uh, you're interviewing me and I like the job, I like the position, I may even like the company, but I'm a little nervous about, well, who am I going to be hanging out with around here every day? Can I ask you, sure. um, hey, can I hang with your team? Can I get to know more of the players? How do I go about determining whether the company I keep is company that I actually want to keep? Well, hopefully you can ask, hey, can I meet members of the team, right? Can we go for coffee? But um, there are some questions that you can ask to say, tell me about the strengths of the team. Great to conversation about the company we keep, or in this case, maybe don't keep um, <laughs> at the Thanksgiving table. More of Hired. Coming up on the GKB Radio Network. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right. Yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year. I think so. Yeah, yeah. At the end of coming back. I know. A returning guest. Do you know what that means? Well. Oh. You don't think I should go that far? <laughs> Let's not go. Let's just make this something. She probably likes us, she doesn't might he? Like this. Yeah. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay. <laughs> At City here in Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. You know, kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time. Um, but we want to hear about. City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with 
an everlasting impact on our students. Mm-hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where city year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them, um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year. Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. I was, was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, And then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So. Then I just transitioned into this role because I felt like more people should know about City Year. And Mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 1100 biweekly stipend. And at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is $4,826.50. And that is just for that mid-year position. Um, but, you know, free bus pass, 
access to free dental and health insurance, um, as well as a two-week winter break, um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds, and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED Mm. equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community Um, people in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to or yeah. go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City year. Okay. Yes. Lacey. So, right. yeah, Lacey. And so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step, that we're not just leaving our core members hanging, we're connecting them with other organizations in the community, giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state. And we even share, you know, we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, So I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly uh, outside. Just, just, a bit, yes. just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're, they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately, hopefully, get uh, chosen? <laughs> 
Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to- with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Giselle. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three or right. four years, right? I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? right? Yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, Yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isa. So great Thank to see you, you again. Yes, so should we yes. schedule this for next year, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Awesome. Well, always good to see you. Thank you again for everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. 
Wax, thanks for all the advice Even today. Even the Thanksgiving advice? Uh, yes, yes. I'm not going to take it because okay. I'm going to, Kale okay. is going to have the biggest spot or, or biggest um, room on my plate on Thanksgiving. So, But again, remember to go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers to learn more about GKB and our current career opportunities. Great discussion today, Daphne. Uh, and I think I'm going to pass on that invitation for Thanksgiving. You're coming over. What's that? You're coming over. For dessert. <laughs> Could we agree on dessert at least? Key lime pie? Yes. Okay. Good. Love key lime pie. <laughs> All right. We're this back one. in the company we keep just got <laughs> yeah, a whole yeah. lot better. It sure did. Thanks for joining us today and for our studio producer, Chris Larson, our show producers, Reese Seberg and Ali Archambo, and of course, our senior director of human resources, Daphne Ursu. I'm Steve Wexler. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Good Karma Brands Radio, Radio Network. Network.